it's an important thing to let people feel like they're contributing, even if they're only there for the smallest, smallest job, to make them have a little bit of ownership, to make them feel like they're a part of it. And you know what? Every once in a while, someone might come up with a really good idea. And why would I shut that down? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's something about creativity, which I think like um, even to have the courage to share your idea can be a scary thing, you know? But I think this whole idea of like, we need to give it, we must give it because we're going to be giving it anyway in some form or another. We might as well just look at it in terms of how do I add value? Not so I can get something, not so my ego can be padded, but simply because I think I have value to add. Let me add it. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode, Way of the Artist. So this one. Evan, this one was a this one was a nice little discovery, I think, that we've had, and I'm really interested in exploring it. So we're going to call this one "Creating is an Act of Giving." And Evan and I just hung out for the weekend. Got to go see the guy live. We've been traveling afar for a while. Well, I have, I suppose, and uh, yeah, it was great. We had a we had a good long talk and. Um, well, I'll just say this, you know, like if anybody's been following the podcast, you know, something that that I've been working through in my own life is just the whole idea of what is my what is my path? You know, have I taken a turn? Have things changed as far as like my creative pursuits and my artist life and and where I actually want to direct my attention? And I've been in the film industry for over two two decades now, making films, acting, writing screenplays, producing movies, all all that kind of stuff. That's been my primary focus. And in the recent years, I've been having this kind of crisis of faith with the film industry, kind of going like, do I still want to do this? Is this still where I want to put my energy creatively? And if I do, how do I want to do it? And, and what does that look like? And why would I do it? And um you know, it's a back and forth thing. You know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, no. And then other days I'm like, no, this is exactly where I want to be. And it's totally what I want to do. But I think what we've kind of started to come to is this whole thing about the giving element of creativity and what creativity does and, and how that relates to why we even do it. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to carry on too much further before I pass it off to you, Evan, but something that I really kind of reconnected with when we were hanging out last was this idea of like, why did I even get into the film industry? Why did I even start? Like, how did that even come about? And for me, I think I always kind of had a bit of a draw to the film industry. I always kind of wanted to, you know, act and make movies. And I always thought that would be really cool, but what I'll just share a, a brief little story I was actually going to be an architect and I was in this advanced drafting and design program and I was, you know, gunning for scholarships so I could, you know, be an engineer and all of that. And that was where I was going to direct my attention. I thought that's what I wanted. And then one summer I went away and I made a film and that film got aired in front of an audience 
of a few hundred people. And it ended up winning the whole thing and and just watching everybody that didn't even matter is watching everybody laugh and have a good time from this film I made. I came home after that and I said, I'm going to be a film director. And I literally I, 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 I dropped out of this program that I'd worked so hard to, to get myself into. You had to have like straight A's and I dropped out of it. And I just said, you know, I want to make movies and that's what I want to do. And, and that was about 17 years old, 16, 17 years old. And um, yeah, and I never really looked back. And I think like now I'm at this stage in my life where I'm like, okay, uh, do I want to do this? Why am I doing it? And reconnecting back to that moment, it was really about the gift that it created. And I never really realized that until recently and it's almost like everything's kind of come full circle so i'm interested in exploring this i don't really know where that's going to lead but um it's been quite an interesting exploration for us so anyway i'll pass it off to you evan what are your thoughts on this yeah i mean i think um what's interesting about this is and uh it was great actually reconnecting with you in the flesh i want to want to say that as well um because I, we, we had a lot of really great conversations, uh, you know, over the, over the couple of days that we were, we were hanging out and there was a lot of, a lot of things that, that came up that were connected and in different territories and things. And so this conversation is, uh, a bit of an amalgamation of, of a couple of things. And I think that there's some stuff in here that you're really interested in, in getting into around this this idea of creating um is an act of giving or i suppose creating as an act of giving as well um and and i think that much of what you're saying as far because there's some stuff that i want to get into as well in in terms of you know how how there's an argument that creation itself if we were just talking about creation itself um is something that is given it's that that is freely given openly given but so that that's one aspect just <laughs> just to sum that up in a, in a quick nutshell is something that i'm very interested in exploring with this topic but to just touch off on what you were saying um you know i i think that any sort of creative life which is I think everybody's life, everybody's life is, is, is creation in motion, is creativity in motion. And, and maybe you're not an artist and maybe you're not in something that people consider creative, but it doesn't mean that th there's no getting out of ha being creative, um, in, in life. And, uh, it's something, it's, it's a gift. The, our, the ability to create is, is a gift and, um, to be able to create is is a gift and and I think that we go through these these moments where we do have to reevaluate sort of what we're we're doing and sometimes it can be very valuable as saying like you know you look back to where did you start out with something? You know, where did you, where did you 
begin what was the thing that made you come to do this thing in the first place to to get into the film industry to make music to um to paint to sculpt to um to make pottery to blow glass to <laughs> to design sets to you know like they're all to 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 get into fashion well you know there's there's all these and and we can extend that into anything that's done with passion. You know, like, why did you want to have kids? <laughs> or something like that. Why did you, you know, all these other things in, like, why did you want to learn how to cook? Why did you want to, you know, like, there's, and especially if, because I think as time goes on, that that meaning changes. Uh, and there are these moments that I think are a bit of a, uh, I, I call them as like a crisis in faith. And something that's that I know that's a term that that might be off-putting for some people because you know there's a certain sort of uh, maybe religious connotations there that that freaks people out. But I I think that in the realm of art, um, and to borrow the the Frederick Buchner phrase that we've talked about on a podcast before, check that one out. That was great. Um, Artist Wisdom series, Frederick, Frederick Buchner. Um, but art is one of the few places left where we can speak to each other of holy things. Um, and, and so by that, where we can still talk to each other of things that mean something to us that, that connect us to each other and to our life and to this experience of life that we, that we all share, Mm -hmm. you know, those, those kinds of things. And, I think in in that in that sort of endeavor in your life there's bound to these mo- be these moments of where you have a a crisis in faith in what you're doing and very often that happens as a result of forgetting where you started out from forgetting that that I guess, kind of innocent curiosity, you know, what maybe just began as an innocent curiosity, or maybe you came in with, you know, the, the, with the blazing fire of a thousand suns into something. Right. And then, and, you know, and, and now you're, and and you hit a point where you feel a little bit burnt out where it's just like that. you, You don't have that, that, that same feeling, that same fire. And very often that, that, is important to have that thing of like, okay, well, like, what am I doing with this? Why am I, I still here, um, with in this pursuit and, and finding, finding out if there is something more to, to what you're doing. And so I know I've said a lot of things, but I think that one of those possible places where you get to because I think when you're young and full of piss and vinegar uh sometimes it's just like you know like you're just you're just going because you're just having a great time I know like for for myself like I loved acting and that was enough you know like that was just like just like ah, I just love this and I have such a great great time doing it and sure there's other things that enter into that equation you know there was some ego in terms of like wanting to be famous and wanting to be noticed and that kind of thing and there was some very, I would say, 
superficial conversations that I was a part of. Um, not that the people I was having the conversations were being superficial, but just myself feeling a little bit superficial in terms of, you know, oh, the meaning of being an actor and, and kind of a self sense of self-importance around it that wasn't really attached to anything. It was just more ego shit that you can just throw into the fire there. It's like, I want to be famous and what I'm doing is so important. <laughs> um, not that it isn't important. I don't want to, I don't want to say, but like the, this, this egotistical sense of where that was coming from. Yeah. And, you know, over time that shifts, like those things don't have the same meaning. They don't have the same pull. And, and, and I think that that's a very valuable thing to do. And I think that giving, learning to understand what you're creating as a form of giving, uh, can be a, maybe not the place, but I think it can be a place that a lot of people arrive to in terms of understanding what they're doing in a deeper sense. So kind of went off on a lot of things there, Brandon, and to you, the audience, so please forgive me there. I, I, I didn't know if I was going to wrangle that one in. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I was just like a lot of stuff coming in. Hoping that it all comes together. I hope that did. So anyhow, Brandon, take it away. Yeah, well, I mean, we've done. I think we've done a pretty good job at trying to present what we're what we're trying to get into here. And yeah, I think uh, we raised some good points. One one thing I just want to mention is when you're beginning something, and if you're younger, maybe you're new to your journey in whatever medium it is. I mean, you talked about acting; it could be really anything. If you're doing it because it's fun and you just love to do it, and you know, that's getting you going. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I don't think that you need to find some deeper reason as to like, what am I doing for humanity? <laughs> and no, I, like, and, yeah. and sorry, not to, not to no, cut no, you I off. No, no, I didn't but, say you were saying that. I was just Yeah, saying, no, 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 no. But I was going to say like, I, I because I, I'm, I'm hearing what, just in terms of, of what you're, you're going into is that that's when you've got, when you've got fire and passion and excitement for doing something, just go with it. Yeah. You know, like it's one of those, if it's not, not broke, don't, don't fix it mm -hmm. kind of a situation. Go with it. But it's like, if you find yourself at a crossroads, it might be time to do a little digging. So that's yeah. all I wanted to say. Yeah, no. And I agree with you. And I think when you're in something for a long time, you know, like myself, I've been doing this for, you know, a couple decades, man. I mean, I've seen thousands of films. I've I, I've just been clearing out folders because, uh, you know, I've been, you know, like I've talked about this a bit on the podcast. I, something that has been very inspiring to me recently is, and actually it's been going on. I, I actually kind of did a, a bit of a, um, what do you call it, an audit of my life over the last few years. And I realized that this has actually been going on for quite a while, a lot longer than I have be, been aware of it. But I've been on this very nomadic kind of journey which has been really important for me. This whole idea of just not being, not being so nested somewhere, being freer, having a more minimalistic lifestyle, um, stepping away from things so that I can get perspective on them. I've been doing this for a while. And I think, you know, when I talk about, oh, do I really want to be in the film industry? You know, for those of you who are maybe in it and maybe you can never see yourself ever asking that question right because there was a time where i was there you know what i think i'm i'm realizing is like it's not so much that i don't want to be in it 
it's just that I want to look at it from the outside for a minute, you know, and that's been part of what these last few years have been a little bit about for me. And it's a little bit scary because when you're in it, like a few years ago, I mean, I flew to Toronto and directed a film and, you know, and like, that's what I was doing. I was like in it, you know, and, you know, and just before that, you know, I was like acting in movies and TV and things like that. And the last few years, I just said, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to do any of this anymore. And um, that's a scary thing because it's like, but isn't this what you're doing? Isn't this the decision we made? You know, that kind of thing. But this nomadic kind of pursuit, what I'm starting to realize is that it gives me a chance to get away from the city. It gives me a chance to get away from the hub of the industry, which I've, you got to understand, like I've lived in that pretty much since I was 17 years old. I moved out to the city and I lived in the industry for almost more than half of my life has been in the industry. And so, you know, for people who are new to this, it's, it's a weird thing because I'm not quite a childhood actor, like a child actor, but I'm almost a child actor in the sense that at the first moments I really striked out on my own, it was in the film industry. And then I never really looked back until recently. And so now to have this kind of almost crisis of faith with the whole thing, I think has been a very healthy thing for me to kind of come back and go like, well, Am I just in the film industry because it's comfortable? Because I've done it for a long time, because I know a lot of people, um, because it's one of the things that I know how to do and whatever. And uh, and I think like what I realized when we were chatting this weekend, I mean, this this has been a realization that has been building, don't get me wrong, but what started to, to kind of um, make me a little more clear was that over the years of being in the film industry, I lost touch with why I even did this in the first place. And I know if you're new and you're young, you might be clear on why you're doing it. But after you've done this for a while, man, it's like you meet a lot of people. You meet a lot. If you want to be in the film industry, first of all, like anybody, listen, if you want to be in the film industry, you're going to meet five to 10 times more people than the average person will meet in their life. And you'll meet in what most people will take them a decade to meet that many people. You might meet that many people within a year and maybe some, in some cases within a few months. So the amount of interaction, the amount of things that are going on around you, the amount of pressures, the amount of um, uh, just things that are happening is, is, is so in, incredibly consuming that there can be a point where you just get so spun around by everything. You don't even know where you are anymore. You're like in outer space in this thing now. And you're just kind of on a spaceship riding out somewhere. You're like, I don't even know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. I'm just trying to do this thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, where's home? What, 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 where was I going? What was the point of this? You know, who am I, who am I on board with here? You know, all of that stuff can happen, right. Which in, in some ways happened for me. And so like, um, I'm sharing this because I think it, it relates. In the beginning, I did it a lot because I loved it. And I think that was mostly what was driving me. But as I've gotten older, it's become more and more important that I don't just do things because I love them. And I'm not saying I don't do things because I love them, because I do. But it's like a search for meaning and purpose and 
as I've gotten older, I think I've just started to think more about like, what am I doing and why am I doing it matters to me now. Whereas in some ways, maybe in my earlier years, maybe that was a simpler answer. Maybe that was just more clear. I don't really know. But what I have come to is that, yeah, like I, I've built skills and I've built experience. And if I'm not really doing anything with that, then what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, and not just in the sense that like, yeah, I know how to make a film. Like I, I know how to make a film. I've taught like hundreds of people how to make films and they've made films. You know, I I've, I've made my films. I've, I've done all that, but it's like, to me, it's not even about making a film anymore. And this was something that we were talking about on the weekend, Evan. It was like the fact that you can make a film, like, like, let me try to express this in the best way I can. The fact that you could go from not knowing how to do something that you're just like, oh, that would be so amazing to do one day. And that you could go from not knowing how to do that to doing it and all the magic that happens in doing it. That's what I care about. And so that could be building a car with your father or your, or, or your grandpa or, you know, your mom or whoever the hell you're building it with. Right. But that could be that simple, but it's the fact that you could go from like zero to hero in an experience. And it's the hero's journey of it all that I'm, that I'm more fascinated with. And if that means that I share that through film, that's okay. But I've started to realize that film is more of a, it's more like a style of creativity that I like and I've come accustomed to, as opposed to identifying with that style, if that kind of makes sense. And what I think is, is um, when you're creating something, at first you, you, you begin doing it because you love it, but inevitably people start, start getting impacted by your creation. And that's to me where it starts to get interesting because in those early stages, it's like, yeah, well, do what you love. Yeah, that's pretty simple. But then you start doing it and you actually start doing it well. And then people start being impacted and it starts having an, an effect. And that's really what kind of, for me, that's really when I look back on my couple decades in this industry, it's the impact I've had and the relationships and those moments we shared. Those are the things that I actually care about now. And that's, um, maybe that's maturity. Maybe that's just like life evolution i i don't really know one last thing i'll i'll share you, you know you me and your wife were talking about this at one point we were talking about acting classes we were in acting classes where we we all shared us and our colleagues doing some of the best work we've probably ever seen in our lives and no one else saw it but that class and for some reason that matters to me more than a lot of things. It matters more to me than a lot of the times I was on set or, or, you know, acting in this part that I thought would be such a big deal. But it was like these moments where we were, you know, and, and, and we, and this is another thing I just want to mention. Some of the people in those acting classes know us better and we know better than their own family knows them. And that's a pretty incredible thing. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a truly incredible thing. And like what we were willing to give and to share in the pursuit of creating something great. To me, that's just such a special thing. So it has something to do with that. I, I don't know if I even have the the answer on that, but that's why this conversation is so fascinating to me because it starts out as something, yeah, I just want to do this. I want to do it well. I want to, you know, I love doing it. But then, you know, you wake up one day and you realize, well, this is so much more than that. But I just, I didn't even realize it. And mm -hmm. yeah, so. Well, yeah, and I would think a big part of that is that we don't, um, we don't 
really understand and in some respects can't really understand the impacts of, of what it is that we're giving. Uh, we just don't have that. We just don't have that capacity and that can happen at any, any time, you know, as long as you're, you're, you're doing it, you're creating, you're giving it and you're putting it out there. Um, it's going to have an impact on, on some of them. And I think it's just at some point you become aware of it. And I actually think that that can become uh, a, a bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? It, that, that can become a bit of a minefield, I guess, or, or, or it can, there's some traps that can come with that because I think that your work can start to take on the, the uh, a quality of self-importance right a quality of like oh i'm giving people this thing as opposed to like i i always think that it, it's got to come down it's still got to be connected to that sort of that innocent that pure love and passion and i think that there's just can be more awareness that that develops around it you know what i mean because you know, I, I was the, an image that just came to mind in, in terms of uh, what we've been talking about. You know, it's like those old, you know, like the, the gold miners from from back in the day. When people first showed up to, you know, and, and started doing this, like gold was just sitting, was just fucking sitting up on the earth. Like it was just sitting, just sitting on the top of creek beds and people were just bending over and picking up chunks of gold right and there was there was there was a lot to be to be had there you know there was there was um a lot of you know um wealth and abundance that that was there but once the everything had been picked from the surface everyone had to start digging down right and when you start digging down, you discover there's these fucking huge veins of gold that are that have been running underneath it that whole time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not sometimes it's just not always as easy. You gotta you gotta work for it and you gotta get down into it. But there's so much that you can tap into. You can tap into a deeper a deeper love um and a deeper understanding um through it. So, but I always think that, that like, you know, you can never, never discount the love and start, you can, Hey, look, think about deeper reasons as to, as to why you're doing what you're doing. That, that, that can never hurt. But, you know, at the same time, I I also would caution against if you just love it, that could let that be enough. Like mm-hmm. if that's real and that's true, let that, let that be enough and, and let that thing drive you because I've also seen and experienced this thing of, of why are you doing this become a bit of a, a heady game yeah, and, and it can, and it can start to work against you. So, you know, asking those questions when it matters <laughs> you know like is 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 essential because you're looking to tap into that vein again right like it's as opposed to look you're you're already you've got all this gold already you know it's like and and it's not really necessary for you to tap into that vein yet because you're still 
giving this you're you're still finding all of this this lustrous creativity you know at your fingertips um and there was some there was something else here that I wanted to talk oh yeah 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 in terms of uh something that you were you were saying made me think of I'm not going to run everyone through this but you know I, I do this exercise with a lot of my students and I've I've even done this on the podcast before but I have this exercise I love to 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 bring to people that I just call like why that and really taking time to visualize like picture sort of like a moment where where you know you're 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 telling someone that you that you love or admire or whatever about like what's going on in your life in the best case scenario like what's what's happening and and just really picture that imagine that and then so it's like okay so what is it that you want right ask yourself a question what do you want and once you've answered that then you ask why that right and then write down your answer and then why that why that why that keep asking why that until you can't go any further right and what i always love to connect this back to because people always sort of arrive to this thing the idea is to connect to that big deep vein that's that's there um and that vein is not simply connected to it, it's it's part of the core of of who you are right of of your deepest values your deepest um your deepest want and what you do so if you're a filmmaker if you're a you know if 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 you're a an actor if you're a writer if you whatever it is that you are knowing that that thing is is simply an expression of that deeper part of you and not getting stuck on just that because how you express in this life in your life and in in this world is always simply a reflection of something that runs much much more deeply i hope i articulated that okay um i think i would like to um unless there is something else that you want to add add to this um in terms of what i just said um but there's uh there's sort of another aspect of this topic that i want to get into um before we run out of time well okay uh, l- let me just mention something real quick yeah. i guess b- before you do um i like the parable about the gold and how and it's that's a good thing to remember you know how it's just so easy to just pick it off off the ground and that's just kind of where it was at and then um you know it wasn't until you had to dig that you realized there was these veins of gold underneath and i think that when you're beginning and you're doing it and it's easy because you just love it and it's fun and you know that's you know, that's the early stages, I think, of anything really, um, is, uh, I, I would say just keep in mind that when you're, don't get too tunnel visioned on, on the whole thing, you know, like, uh, in, in terms of the people, the people matter 
more than you realize. And you just never know how you, you don't really know what's going on. Like you don't know all the gold that you're missing as you're just enjoying the riches of this easy thing to pick up and do at the moment. Right. And so try to appreciate every person and everything that you meet, you know, whether they were helpful or even, you know, antagonistic to you, people, people are a really important part of the whole thing. And, um, you're, you're just not alone. And I think that's the important part to remember about the whole giving thing is like, as much as, as much as you're doing this because you enjoy it, there, there are other people who are benefiting from you enjoying it and, or they're being inspired or they're being whatever. And, you know, it's, it's, you don't even know what you're doing. Like, so example, just example of this, right. I, I was at the gym. I shared this story one time, but I'll just share it again. So there was a, a filmmaker, well, a, a girl actually was in an acting class of mine and she came up to me. I was working in the gym. She was at, she was Brandon. I'm like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? She's like, Hey, um, you know, I, sorry, I don't want to disturb you or anything, but I just, um, I wanted to tell you something. And I was like, okay. She was like, uh, when you were off making your show, um, I found that extremely inspiring and I saw you do it. And it made me think maybe I could do that too. And she's like, I just want to let you know that, um, because of that, I went out and I just made my first film and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wow. She's like, and I, I really like, I just want to tell you, like, thank you for going out and doing it. And I was like, I had no idea. I was just doing what I loved. I like, I didn't, I didn't know at all that this would have this impact. Now she's moved on. She's like a, a pretty successful filmmaker now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And somehow my little endeavor inspired her to go off and like pursue this career for herself. I had no intention of that. Like that was not what I was trying to do. I wasn't, um, it's, it's, I'm not trying to even take credit for it. I just think it's an amazing thing that I was just doing truthfully what I wanted to do. And someone else saw that and it gave them some inclination to go and venture out into that road themselves. And so this is the thing is like, I could share countless stories over the years of things like this that have happened where, um, I'll share one more just to give this context. I remember this actor came in for one of the very first films I ever did. And I had this very beautiful, just gorgeous actress who was coming to step in as our reader. And this actor who was auditioning, he was a little bit, like he was a little bit of an oddball, I suppose, if you want to kind of call him and like, <laughs> you know, and he didn't have great at auditioning technique or room. I'd say uh, like he didn't know how to do the room properly. Right. It's something about being green and new, like sometimes people don't. And he was edging towards her and he was moving off of his mark and getting closer and closer and closer in this moment in the scene where the, 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 they're supposed to kiss. And in the middle of the scene, and I have this on recording, I'm like, don't kiss the actress because I could see the actress who was the reader um, she was getting uncomfortable and the whole room I had, like, I had a, a whole team of people there with me and then he backed off and, and then, you know, and then it's fine, did the audition. And I remember thinking after that, like, oh my God, that was so awkward. I'm like, I'll never work with that guy. Right. I remember thinking like that was so inappropriate. 
And then like a, a few years later, like I, I had, I had evolved, I'd grown, I'd matured. And I remember thinking like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, like, give the guy a break. You know what I mean? Like he didn't know what he was doing. Maybe, maybe he was nervous. Maybe he thought he had to kiss her. Maybe like he just, like he didn't know. Maybe it was one of his first auditions. You know, I know my first mm-hmm. audition was horrible and embarrassing mm-hmm. if I think about it. But anyway, later I remember I had this role and it was like not a lead role, but it was a pretty predominant role in the show I was doing. And I remember being like, man, that guy would be perfect. And he, he submitted himself and got his agent, got him in for the audition. And I remember being so excited to see him do it. And he fucking knocked it out of the park. And we ended up casting him in that role and he was perfect. And it's like, you just, you don't know, like we're, we're all having an impact on each other. You know what I mean? And, and I think like there's, there's lots of lessons in this, but it's like, give each other grace, understand that if you're in this, like, we're all doing our best, you know, sometimes we're going to make mistakes. Sometimes we might, whatever, but like, you know, that was a, that was an interesting thing for me because I literally went from that, one of those first films being like this guy, like so judgmental, you know, and I, I, I say that, but then to being like, wow, like he's, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's just, it's just interesting. We all, we're all, we're all at the dance together, you know? <laughs> And some of us are awkward at certain stages of it, but we're like working it out. You know what I mean? And so like, um, you know, there's just, there's more connectedness than we realize. I just wanted to kind of like bring that in because there's this whole, there's this whole thing under the surface that you don't even know exists. And if you hang around long enough, you might just start digging that up. And it's pretty cool when you do. Hmm. Hey everybody, this is Evan, and this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way, and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll just I just, right I now. like that. I like that parable about the gold is like, you're looking at, you're look like, Maybe at a certain point in your career, I mean, like, I think at a certain point in your career, you might be thinking, oh, man, I really messed that up. I was horrible or whatever if you're out there, you know, but like, look, man, like there's so much more underneath the surface of who you are. And so maybe you just need to dig a little deeper. Sometimes it's so easy. You just pick the gold off the ground. But sometimes, you you know, it takes a bit of digging. But then if you keep digging a lot of time, you will find that there's something really great underneath the surface, you know. And, uh, and, and if you hang around long enough, you start to see that's really kind of, that starts to be what you end up looking for, you know? And I think there's an interesting parable with all of this is like, when we start out, yeah, we love it. The gold's all over, just pick it up off the ground. But as you hang around in it more, it's, it's more about finding that deeper vein of gold. You know, that's what it, it seems to be more about, at least for me and I say that's true for a lot of people, but I don't know. I, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting thing, and I wanted to bring that in. Mm-hmm. So, where did you want to take it? Where was your uh, Where was the other thing you wanted to bring in? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I wanted to open up the conversation about, you know, the about the nature of creation and creativity itself as being something that is given. You know, and, and that, in fact, it's, I, I find myself a little bit hesitant to say this, but I kind of want to put it out there as a bit of a hypothesis, I suppose, because um, I think that there's something, there is something to it. Might not be entirely true, but there might be something to it, which is that it's not really creation unless it's given. Creativity mm. creation is not really the thing unless it is given. Um, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I have to sit with that one myself for just for just a second. Um, so, but yeah, so yeah. Go ahead, go let's, ahead. Let's let's dig into this one. Yeah, yeah. let's let let's let's I, dig into that one. So, I mean, uh, let me just start off by saying something like this, and 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 I. I, I don't want to be putting this out there with any sense of like, look, I'm not trying to make anybody believe in anything. I, I, I as much as possible want to try and just stick with, with something that we can just agree to on very basic terms, which is that if we can think and understand ourselves as an act of creation, right? I, I think that that's not too far of a leap, right? That's, I don't think that's too far of a leap. Like we can, we can say like, yeah, we, you know, how, how is another, is another question altogether, but here we are, we find ourselves here. We are an act of creation. We've been created by the universe in this world. Here we are. That is something that was given to us by no understanding of our own as to as to how that happened without any understanding of whether we had any kind of involvement in that whatsoever in fact most of us have the experience of being you know that expression of like being thrown into the world although our good friend alan watts would say it's like you were not thrown into the world you came you came out of it right um you were peopled into this world so that was something that was given to us and it was given to us quite freely um, in a way that's that's very much beyond our understanding. And in that way, life is kind of like the most creative gift in and of itself. Um, so as beings that can then go and create ourselves. Um, is it also not within that nature that it also be given, right? Because now I want to say I am aware immediately of, of some things because I do think that it's like, well, we can create things and never show it to anybody, right? There's huge bodies of, of work that, people have created over human history that uh, that have never been shared and 
or have been discovered much later and then are kind of given to to the world after the person is long dead and gone so when they when these people were in the act of actually creating even though they weren't giving it to anybody was it not creation was it not creativity so this is a possible mm. wrench yeah. in my hypothesis right here but well, yeah but there is something about creativity in which it's like it creation needs to be given like it's like there's something that's just because there's almost the kind of tragedy i suppose in a way of 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 creation that that isn't given I suppose. So it's not, it looks to me like you've got some ideas brewing in your, in your head there, Brandon. So I'm going to turn it over to you. I think I've presented a couple of things, an argument and an, a counter argument to my own argument. So what are your thoughts? I'm curious. Well, I had a second to think about it while you were talking, listening and thinking and trying to be totally connected to what you're saying. But like, can you even help not giving when you create? Like, I think that's the thing that's kind of, popping up for me is like I don't know when I was making my show and uh you know that actress came up to me and said hey like I, I made my film because I saw you making yours wasn't trying to give to her but it did so it's like simply by me doing it created something you know whether I like it or not and and I think that there's a there's a there's a deeper message that's like un unavoidably true here and it's just it's something that i think we like to pretend doesn't exist because i think sometimes it feels easier just to feel like we're alone in the universe but the truth the truth is we're all connected and every little bit of every little thing we do has an impact on everything else whether we like it or not um, whether we want it or not so when you're creating you are giving something and 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 there's something there's something in that, you know, I think just to recognize that like, if you're, if you're, if you are, if you're doing something that's destructive, you're probably creating an impact far beyond the destruction that you think you're creating. And if you're creating something, I mean, you're also probably having an impact greater than you think. Now, like, how conscious do you have to be about it? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I'm sure about that, but I would say that like, if you know you're creating and, and if you're creating, if you know you're giving when you create, then why not, why not maybe look at giving the best that you can give? You know what I mean? Like, um, look at how you have an, have an impact on whatever you do. And, and this just makes you a more powerful, like potent human being, right? Like, and you, and the thing is, is like, there's a, there's a recklessness with youth, you know? And, and I, I, I think I can say this, you know, as, as being pretty true is that young people have no idea often the impact that they're having on the world around them. And sometimes older people too, probably quite often, but you have no idea what that is actually doing around you because you might be just so focused on just trying to be happy, trying to do what you want to do, trying to figure out what you want to do, you know, all of that. 
but all of this has an impact. And, you know, I think about a lot of the guys I grew up with and like, they all went and got regular jobs. And I was the one person that went and said, fuck all that. I'm going into the film industry. And like, I just did it. And all those guys I brought into the film industry because they actually came to me and they wanted to be a part of what I was doing. And I wasn't trying to give them that. I was just doing what I wanted to do as truthfully as I possibly could, but it was giving something. And so it was creating a path that wasn't available to the community that I was a part of. Was I trying to give them anything? No, I wasn't. I was self-involved and and focused on what I wanted for the most part. I'm not saying that I was entirely 100% that way, but for the most part, I know I was pretty just focused on my journey and what I wanted to do. And, you know, and those people just, they wanted to help me do it. So I said, yeah, come along. Like you can help me do it. If you want to, if you want to help, if you want to be a part of this, yeah, by all means, come, come join me. But I didn't think of that as much as like I was giving them an opportunity to go do certain things in their life that they might've otherwise not done. But that's what creation does. It's like when you go and you create and you do something, it has an impact on everybody else. Everybody's watching. Everybody sees you, you know, and you might think you're the most invisible person in the world and you're, you're not as invisible as you think. I think that's another element of all this. It's kind of mm-hmm. coming up for me. Um, I think it's a matter, I think what we're talking about is that it's not a matter of if you're giving or not, because you're always giving. It's just how conscious of, of it are you and how much are you restricting what you could give for reasons that are not really, I don't know uh, what the right word is, but like, sorry about that. That was my alarm. <laughs> um, for reasons, for reasons that are not, um, you know, that are just not very like, I don't know, like true or whatever. It's like, like, look, like you're scared to show someone something that you created, right? Maybe that's it. But like, maybe you look at it like, instead of being so worked up about like, oh, I might get feedback and it might be hard to take and all that stuff. Look at it like giving them a chance to help you. You know what I mean? Look at them as giving a chance, like, Evan, you know this, like I, there's been a few times where I've said, okay, I've written a new script and I, and it was uncontracted. I just went off and wrote a script and this happened for me a few times. And I just reached out to my groups of people and they said, Hey, I wrote a script. Does anyone want to read it? And I had people messaging me. Can I read it? Can I read it? And then they would give me back feedback and it was wonderful. Um, and you know, it's dawning on me in this moment. It's like, yeah, well, I let, I gave them the opportunity to contribute to something and that might have been more meaningful to some people than I even realized. You know what I mean? That's that's the beauty of creation. It's like you created an opportunity and like people did give me feedback and I did receive that feedback and I took that in and I considered it in future drafts. You know, it helped. Um, and in a way, I think when you create whatever stage you're in, there's something about include, like there's an inclusive element you know, that can be kind of looking at it as opposed to a self-involved element where it's like, oh, like, what if they hate my script? What if this is embarrassing? Could be thoughts that come through your head if you're, say, doing that. But like, it could also be like, hey, you know what? Like, I I want to share this with you because I'd, I'd really like your input. I want to hear how you receive this because that's going to help me make this better. And that becomes a very like almost validating thing for that person. You know what I mean? And it's a very inclusive thing. And so there's something about this talk, which is kind of 
dawning on me is like, you know what? I think I I really do love the inclusivity part of creativity more than I have really acknowledged. And that, those are one of the things like it excites me to bring people into something and be like, hey, you want to like, you want to have a say on this? And one last thing, Evan, it's just popped in my mind as I said this. I had a rule on set. If a PA or anybody came up to me and they said, hey, I have just an idea, I wouldn't shut them down. I would just hear them just so they could be heard. Because I, because, and it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's an important thing to let people feel like they're contributing, even if they're only there for the smallest, smallest job to make them have a little bit of ownership, to make them feel like they're a part of it. And you know what? Every once in a while, someone might come up with a really good idea. And why would I shut that down? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's something about creativity, which I think like um, even to have the courage to share your idea can be a scary thing, you know? But I think this whole idea of like, we need to give it, we must give it because we're going to be giving it anyway in some form or another. We might as well just look at it in terms of how do I add value not so i can get something not so my ego can be padded but simply because i think i have value to add let me add it yeah you know i think that something that's occurring to me is that you know a, a good question is for who or of whom is this being given to and another word that came to mind was actually offering you know, which isn't necessarily a word that, that we might necessarily think of when it comes to, you know, sharing our, our work, sharing our, our passion with people. But, but there's something I like about, about this word offering when it comes to this, um, because there's something very open and gracious and humble about the idea of an offering, right? I, I offer this to you, whether you will accept it or not. I offer it to you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I, I'm, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that I'm a person who, I don't really think that, that life has hard rules to it in pretty much most aspects of, of life. I believe that there are tendencies of things. I, th I, I think that things tend to go a certain way, but uh, they might not. <laughs> on the on the 99th time out of 100, it might go a different way. Um, and so as far as creativity um, as an act of, of offering, creativity is, or creativity as offering itself, I think that for me in terms of the hypothesis I presented, the clarity that I might be getting out of this is it's like, well, it's always an offering, but it's just to who is it being offered? Is this something that is being offered to a big range of people? Like a, a like a, like a, the public at large, is this an offering that's maybe just for a select group of people? Or is this just an offering maybe even unto ourselves? you know, and between, between ourselves and, and, you know, the universe, <laughs> you know, where we say it's like, okay, this was, this was something for this, you know, and, and knowing who this is for, I think it, that might be a useful question 
in this whole thing, but I still like, I do think that there's, it's always in our creativity and what we create is always an offering to something. There's always a giving to something that's involved because I think that it always has to be. It always has to be, even if it's again, even if I think it's just to ourselves, you know, sometimes we do something creatively that, that it's like, yeah, no, this, this one was actually, this one was for me. You know, I needed to do this, but who knows, you know, something that you, you just created for yourself one day, you might just find yourself showing it to somebody on some day in the future. It's like, Hey, I did this thing. Have a look at it. What do you think? <laughs> you know, who knows? But I think that that that's always a, that's always a factor, you know, and we don't, I don't think we necessarily have to know the answer to that question when we go into it. Um, but I think it can be an interesting question to ask even while we're in the middle of, of the process of, of whatever it is and being like, wait, who is this? Who is this for? I mean, in some ways I think of, you know, like entrepreneurs are in, are in a creative field building, like building a business is a creative thing to do. And that's one of the most important things that an entrepreneur actually asks themselves, you know, just like, well, who's this for, right? Who is this for? Who is this service for? Who is this product for? Right. Who am I giving this to? Who am I offering this to? Right. But I think that in, in, in artistic, more sort of artistic leaning fields, we, we might not necessarily think of it in that, in that kind of way. Right. Even though I, I there's definitely a question about audience. I think screenwriters and writers definitely think about like, well, who, who am I writing this for who is my audience for this you know for this movie or whatever it is and um you know what what do i hope to to what do i hope to communicate to give them in in this offering you know like even even with this podcast episode that we're recording right now going into it there was something that I wanted to try and communicate, which is that like, please give your creativity to someone. Don't let it, don't let it just sit and die. Mm -hmm. Whether that's sit and die as just a thought in your head or just sit and die in a, you know, in a, in a storage box somewhere, you know, like, like don't, don't, let it sit and die. Don't let that, because no one knows and un, unless you share it, you know, and it could resonate with somebody. It could connect with somebody. It could mean something to somebody. It could really mean something to somebody and, and we don't know unless you offer it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, one example I was sharing with you before is that like, you know, think of, Think of some sort of a, a of a beloved, you know, uh, franchise of some kind. Think of a think of some beloved world that that some person has has done. You know, like whether you you 
like it or not, you know, think of someone like Tolkien. I'm going to not say Star Wars because I said Star Wars in our conversation. So we'll just change it up. But it's the same, the same idea applies. Had Tolkien not given the world Lord of the Rings, Tolkien's long since gone. But that world, this, this universe has, has done something that's beyond him now. You know, it has this life that, that now carries on without him. You know what I mean? And, and just to think of the, the travesty, if he kept those, his manuscripts, his writings just tucked away, never for anyone to see, just, you know, slowly, slowly rotting and withering away somewhere. No one, for no one to ever, ever know about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, and I want people, I want people listening to think about that, that fire that they've got inside them about what it is they're doing, that work, that, that, that passion. Why is yours any less important than that? How do you know that 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 what you have to say, what you have to express, is any is is lesser than that? So give it, give it to the world, give it to share it, offer it to us. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, there's there's some good stuff there. I mean, I think. I th- well, I just one one thing I just want to mention before we get into like wrapping this up in beers is just like I think there is a lot of time that can be spent thinking on but on on what you might get, and I don't think that there that's a bad thing intrinsically by any means. I do I do think that you need to know what you want and what you're after in life. I do think that's helpful, but. I have found in my life that when you find out what you can give, that's where you're going to realize how valuable you are. It's not, not through getting like accumulating and all of that stuff. That's not going to give you really, that's going to give you a false sense of value, but it's like when you start giving and you start seeing the impact of what you give, that's when you're going to see why you matter because it's through others. It's, it's through others that we begin to see our impact on the world and what, and, and, and how our presence actually is relevant and, and what it does. So you know, I, I think that if I could share anything with, with those hesitant artists out there who are like, well, what if it's not good enough? What if I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, put your attention on a different thing. Instead of worrying about if it's good enough or if it's like, you know, or if you have the skill and or if you're, if you're good enough, all that stuff, the focus on what you're trying to do, like what, what you think it could do and, and where it could like, where where people might care about it because at the end of the day a lot of this stuff is not so much about whether it was good or not there's lots of terrible stuff that has been made and it's made a lot of money and people have gotten very successful and launched careers out of stuff that is is actually pretty lackluster when you actually look at it but what it did do was it delivered on something and it gave people something and it mattered to them for whatever reason and and so when you're looking at what you're creating out there, 
you know, yeah, it's important. Like, I don't think you should leave yourself out of the equation. I do think you should, you should get in, you should, you're, you should be valued. I don't think this is like, you, you know, about you just sacrificing yourself for everybody else. I don't think it's about that at all. But I think where you're going to start to realize your value is when you start to focus on what you can give and how you could help people. And if you come from that place, it won't matter if you, if you don't do it so well, you know, you do it the best you can. And it's like a, it's kind of like a parable that I could maybe give it to is like parenting, right? Like you might not be the best parent in the world, but if you give your kid love, it's so much better than the parent that does all the right things and doesn't, you know what I mean? So focus on what matters, focus on what you can give that matters, like focus on these things that are, you know, and then you'll work out the other things as you go and you'll get better at doing those as you go. Um, one last thing I'll just say, Evan, you know, I have a tracker, right? I, I've gotten, you know, I write every day. I've written for over 10 years. And I every year I used to look at my writing and it'd be like, wow, you wrote over a million, a million words this year. And it's again, over a million. And it's, I think I looked at my monthly. Now I get monthly reports because I, I have all my writing tracks. And it's like every month I'm writing over a hundred thousand words every single month. And it's just like, man, I have like this whole body of work that's just sitting there. In, and when you said sitting in storage in bins, I'm like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> There's so much stuff I have not shared with the world. And I think like, I'm going to take a piece of my own advice here and just look at like, if I'm going to do anything with this stuff, like maybe I focus more on what I would give if I, you know, by sharing it. Because there's a lot of stuff and I've been really working on you know, I, and I can be a bit of a perfectionist and I've been honing my craft and I've been figuring things out and sorting stuff out. There is a, a ton of stuff that I just don't share with anybody. And um, this conversation is actually making me think about that in an, in another light and recognize, yeah, you know what, man, like there's a lot of stuff that you could give and you don't offer it to anybody. And maybe, maybe that's worth revisiting, you know, maybe that's worth like looking at it again and saying like, Hey, like if I was going to offer this, um, could it do something for somebody? Could it give them something? Could, you know, is there any point in my life where I'd like to have had this shared with me? You know what I mean? And, and, uh, you know, it, that's been a struggle for a lot of my life is like, you know, is it good enough? Am I good enough? All of that. I struggle with that, you know, deeply, but Sometimes that's really just not what it's about. You know, I'm realizing like, yeah, it isn't about that. It doesn't matter if you're the best. It, it matters that you have something valuable to give. And if people can find value out of it and it would make their lives better, it would help in some way. And you could share that and give that, then you should, you know, you should really at least consider doing it. So I think I'm going to walk away and definitely think about that. But before I do, Evan, <laughs> let's talk about some beer and, uh, yeah. and, and, um, I'm having one. I don't know if if we've had this before. I mean, one of us probably has, maybe, but I couldn't remember, so I got it anyway. This is a Stanley Park Brewing Windstorm West Coast Pale Ale. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a nice solid beer. I uh, I was just like, you know, I want a pale ale, and I haven't. I'm back in BC right now, and just you know, getting a nice Stanley Park brew. It's like, this is the one, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm not sure if I personally have this one on the podcast, but I give it a thumbs up. It's been solid beer for this talk. So yeah, there you go. It's How about a you? good one. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am also drinking a pale ale. Uh, this one's from Hoin Brewing Company, and this one is called. Uh, I, I couldn't resist it when I saw this. It's called the Wolf Vine. I Wolf Vine, wet hopped pale ale. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> for it to be wet hopped, um, doesn't give any explanation for it. But it's super tasty. Um. Oh wait, actually, maybe there is something on here. Find the hop. Sorry, I've got to do this. Find this wolf vine, or more commonly, the hop plant shares with its namesake one rather interesting trait. After decidedly unthreatening beginning to life, upon maturity, each species stakes their claim, and with neither mercy nor conscience, will tirelessly strive for and usually achieve total territorial domination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that didn't really reveal anything, so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I thought it was going to tell me something about what this wet hopped idea was, um, but anyhow, it's been great. I'm I, I when I took my first sip of it, I was like, this is fan freaking tastic, really good, lot like delicious flavor, easy to drink, mm. yeah. So nice. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. That's a winner. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my side and then I'm gonna pass it to you. All right. So yeah, I think as we've been going through this conversation, the, the thing that I the thing that I'm really kind of getting to here at the end for me is by focusing on how the act of creating is like giving, it's it's another way to get the attention off of myself and onto what I'm doing and what 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 I'm doing might mean for someone else or something else outside of me. And I think where a lot of my hangups have been in my career and probably why I haven't created or launched or shared, let's just say launched or shared as much as I probably could have is because I get very much caught up in my own world about like, ah, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, is this good enough? You know, blah, 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 perfectionism, all this stuff. And, you know, um, and, and, and I realize you know, it's not about, it's not about half-assing it or putting it out there with like a lower quality by any means, but I think it's also about not being so precious about everything and, and recognizing that sometimes it's better to, to look at, at just look outward instead of inward with your work so much, you know, and I think that's what I'm going to try to do a little bit more, you know, um, is, is just offer more in terms of what I can offer and stop worrying so much about if my offer is the best thing that is available or the best I could ever do. Because the truth is I'm always getting better and what I have to offer is always getting better. And at a certain point, it's just like, look, I can help you with that or I can give you this or I could show you that or whatever. I might not be the, you know, it might not be perfect, might not be the best at it, but if you want a little help, I can do that. You know what I mean? Like that's, mm -hmm. that's a good way to, I think to start with a lot of this stuff, as opposed to just like, wait, I got to get this figured out and that figured out. And it has to be perfect. And it has to be totally every, and it's just never going to be, you know what I mean? And um, so I'm going to really kind of look at that. You know, I think as I'm walking away and I, you know, if anyone else is listening and they connect with that, yeah. I mean, just, I just say like, look at this stuff that you have to offer and maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be totally done for you to share it yet. You know, maybe it, uh, maybe it can still hmm. be a work in progress to some degree. And maybe through sharing is the way to bring it to that level. 
And so that's what I'm going to really look at walking away from this podcast because I, I, I've walked to, I've walked into this, not really knowing what I was doing, but kind of coming to the recognition that the giving element is a part of the final stage of anything. And it's a necessary stage. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to get to that final stage before you give it. I don't, I don't know if you really can. So you have to kind of look at it and go, okay, like I'm, I'm at those stages where it's ready to share or it would be appropriate to share to some degree. Let's, let's just be bold. Let's put it out there. Let's, 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 you know, and if, if I get feedback and needs work, I go back to the workshop and I work on it and I come back again, you know, but, but if you never put it out there, you never get the feedback, you never see the impact. I mean, what do you really know? So that's, that's what I'm kind of walking away with today. Mm. Yeah. The whole work in progress. It's like, it's always a work in progress, you know, until you just decide that you're, you're done. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, I think it's, it can be useful to just always think it's like, well, it's just continuously a work in progress. It's not done until you say, right. Um, yeah, man, this has been a really fascinating conversation. I, you know, what we give, what we offer the world is, and what we do, you know, what we decide to do, what we choose to do, what we choose to create is so, it doesn't stand alone on an island. It's, it's, why we choose to do certain things, whether we are actually fully aware, although that's kind of a dubious claim to, to say that we're, we are fully aware of why we do the things that we do, but you know, it's always relational. It's always in relationship to the world with the world. So it only makes sense for us to think about this aspect of giving with, with what we're doing and this aspect of offering with what we're doing because it's, it is inextricably linked to all that is really when you, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole with it and you really think about it, yeah, like what you choose to do is connected to all of human history. We carry all of that with us. And so we want to offer what we have in that way because so much has been offered to us unwittingly and, and consciously as well. And something else that came to my mind was something that came up in one of our conversations over this, uh, over this past weekend, um, which for me, this whole aspect of our sort of evolution or, you know, going from that sort of picking the gold up off of the ground to having to, having to dig for it, which I, I, we were talking about <laughs> age, I guess, to put it bluntly, we were talking about age and, you know, from, younger to older being a being a, a kid being a child being a, a you know a younger person to becoming an adult um and something that occurred to me was that like well 
you know, really what's the difference, you know, because there's something very beautiful about that young age and that purity and that just picking the gold, uh, gold, like all of this gold that's just on the ground, you know, and then a lot of people lose this sort of thing. And there's, there's a maturity that, that happens with the, the love and the passion and the creative pursuit. There's a maturity that happens there. And we don't want to lose the love, but we do need to mature. And so what is that maturity? And, and I think that's connected to this aspect of giving. And for me, that adult part of creativity is saying, what, what pain do I want to take responsibility for in the world? What is a pain in the world that I want to take responsibility for through my work, through what I'm doing, a pain that actually has some meaning to me that I can offer something to. I think that that is possibly, because <laughs> I know I'm just throwing this one in at the end, but I know this is, I, I think that this is possibly an essential element in how we mature in our, in our creativity is through that willing taking of responsibility over something through the love that we have through the love that we have we can offer something to the world that connects us to each other and and to our lives in a more meaningful way Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.